Welcome to the Bards FM Podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to It's Not My Concern. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction. Righteousness. Ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher. Soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And it's Friday, July 14th in the year 2023. We have some interesting stories tonight, a wide range of things we're going to cover, starting out with some reveals on the JFK assassination and leading into probably closing tonight with parasites. (laughs) So that gives you an idea of where we're going. A little bit of everywhere, including a little bit of uh, the Trader Pence in between. No day is normal without hearing Mike Pence try to be legitimate when you know he's a traitor and a pedophile at heart. Unbelievable. Patriots, one thing that is for certain is that we are dealing with psychopaths. And psychopaths like to do psychopathic things like drop nuclear bombs, cause an EMP, use weather warfare to dry the climate out to where there's massive lightning strikes. You know, the normal thing. The sort of stuff that we become accustomed to is a new normal for us all here in this world. And that's why you need EMP Shield. EMP Shield is truly one of the best protections you can possibly have to EMP as well as lightning and other great crazy things that affect our life, like solar flares. So EMP protection from EMP level 1, 2, and 3. It comes it has a $25,000 insurance policy for lightning strikes, the guarantee that it will keep your stuff back, to keeping it from being fried and up to 228,000 of amps of solar flare protection. So that's pretty good. All this has been tested in the best labs, DHS, DOD standards, all the best, and it's all American-made. So if you head on over to empshield.com, use your promo code BARGE, you're going to get $50 off and free shipping, plus you're going to get 10% off site-wide right now, which is pretty amazing, which is the continuation of their Freedom Sale. Now, the thing about these things is they're easy to install, but if you have any questions, they also have a massive learning library that not only covers all of their research, which you can find out for yourself if everything I say here is true, which it is, and as well, figuring out how to install these, these units. They're not difficult, but they have units for just about everything. They have them for your solar panels. They have them for your fixed generator. They have them for your cars, your RVs, your ATVs, even your ham radio base station. And your homes. So they're a great insurance policy. Highly recommend you check it out. So head on over to empshield.com, empshield.com. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. That'll give you $50 off, free shipping, and dum dum 10% off site-wide right now, all over the site in addition to all of that. So take advantage of this great timing and opportunity for such a great product, which I really think is, one of, is something everyone needs to have. All right, let's start with JFK. It's just was This just came out so a little bit ago. In fact, 5.40 p.m. it posted. The Achilles heel of the JFK assassination. This is in Zero Hedge. And it starts out, the autopsy that the U.S. National Security Establishment conducted on President Kennedy's body has always been the Achilles heel of the assassination. That's because the autopsy was fraudulent. 
But because the military classified the, classified the autopsy, forcing enlisted personnel to sign secrecy oaths and threatening them with court-martial or criminal prosecution if they ever revealed what they saw or did, the military was able to cover up much, but certainly not all, of its autopsy fraud for decades. That cover-up came to a screeching halt during the 1990s during the term of the Assassination Records Review Board. And it goes on. We know this is we know this was an assassination. From what we've put together, George W. Bush was part of it to eliminate JFK for multiple multiple reasons. The CIA was involved in it, and it was the greatest coup in modern history. In fact, what's really interesting, and most of you probably don't know, but when I was in high school, and that was I ended in 1983, the French high schools were teaching that the United States had suffered a coup d'etat with the assassination of JFK. They understood it and were telling the truth. Our institutions were burying it deep and hard into the underground. And what we have seen since that pivotal point is the rise of the military-industrial complex and what we now call the deep state, which is works hand-in-hand hand with the group known as SES or Senior Executive Services. All of them don't care about you. It's not their worry. All they are concerned about is converting the United States to a globalist one world order so they can receive the prizes and promises that they were given, which includes children to diddle and to do whatever else they do with and regions of power. Don't think that these states and these regions and the FEMA stuff is is just for the benefit of emergency. This is where they were going to dole out the power for kings and queens to take residency here in the United States and put the peasants, that would be us, under their rule. And we're not out of that threat yet. So that's something just to keep in mind as we walk casually into a weekend this weekend, dreaming about the wonders and fantastic things of things like the election, which is has me completely puzzled of what we're getting all excited about. Tucker Carlson today was involved in kind of an election, I won't call it a debate, but definitely an exposure. This is probably one of his better moments right here in talking to one of the candidates, which I couldn't even recognize, but it's still epic. How many COVID shots did you take and how do you feel about it now in retrospect? How many COVID shots did you take? Zero. Oh, yeah, that would kind of sum up the whole thing right there. As the candidate tried to get snarky with Tucker and discovered all of a sudden that he was caught in a trap. Look, we are dealing truly with the most despicable people in the world. And if you have any doubt about that, I want you to hear this little piece from the traitor uh, known as, yeah, no other than Pence. This guy, I swear, when he talks, my skin crawls. This was his concern about Ukraine. And Tucker did a fabulous job of pulling out the truth. And basically, in one fell swoop, Tucker killed Pence's nomination in less than 60 seconds. Quite the event. Here we go. Along the way, the Biden administration has been slow in providing military support. Make no mistake about this. We promised them 33 Abrams tanks in January. I heard again two weeks ago in Ukraine, they still don't have them. We've been telling them we'll train their F-16 pilots, but now they're saying maybe January we'll let somebody transfer some jets. I'm sorry, Mr. Vice President, have you, I know you're running for president. You are, distra you. You are distressed notice. that the Ukrainians don't have enough American tanks Every city in the United States has become much worse 
over the past three years. Yeah. Drive around. There's not one city that's gotten better in the United States. Right. And it's visible. Our economy has degraded. The suicide rate has jumped. Public filth and disorder and crime have exponentially increased. Right. And yet... Your concern is that the Ukrainians, a country most people can't find on a map, who've received tens of billions of U.S. tax dollars, don't have enough tanks. Right. I think it's a fair question to ask, like, where's the concern for the United States in that? Well, it's not my concern. Did you hear that? Tucker, I've heard that routine from you before, but that's not my concern. I'm running for president of the United States. because. All right, so that should just get you going right there. It is not my concern. I, that's unbelievable. What you're hearing is you're hearing a globalist speak through the platform of literally what the corporation of D.C. So he's speaking to you as the peasants and the plebes and the ridiculous little people of America because he doesn't see himself as the president of the people, but president of the United States, which is a corporation. So it's not his concern that you have problems. Who cares? You have a problem? Just take it up with somebody else. Take it up with your local regent. Take it up with your local warlord. That's This is where they're going with this thing. And his vision here of what he's doing, he's also laying the ground, like I've been saying, they're laying the ground for these 15-minute cities. They're getting you to be... So when they get you into these 15-minute cities, you're going to be like, well, I don't like what he said. And they're going to be like, well, sorry, if you don't like it, then you're not going to get your UBI. You're going to get dinged from your social credit score. Things like this, these provocative statements are going to be designed to weed out, and they're doing it already. They're tracking who is writing comments about Pence because Pence is one of their deep state hand puppets. I was, I, you know, I'm just going to call him what he is. He's a butt pirate. And so anyway, he's a child rapist and a butt pirate. And so this guy literally is out here and he's doing these statements so that they will provoke response on social media so that the AIs can sweep up and start targeting and qualifying you as pro-deep state or anti-deep state. That's a lot of what this circus is we're going through. But at least you get to see for what he really is. And he is a ridiculous coal that needs to go away. Now, you know, the one thing I have told you many times is that we are dealing in the sense of this, people don't really care about the United States, but we are dealing with a criminal cabal that is tied in everywhere. And don't forget how deep the cartel is in this organization. Now, Tucker, we also went after Tim Scott. Now, I don't know where Tim Scott sits here in real. He kind of backpedaled pretty heavily. But these people have been given these talking points on Ukraine, and Tucker's done a really good job of throwing in the grenades in the middle of this to expose just how little they care about America. Now, listen to Tim Scott's version of Ukraine. This is, and Tim Scott is that, I think he's from South or North Carolina, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, check it out. Here, here it is. Well, so, so here's, I'm just interested because all measures are relative. So Russia's bad, Russia's a threat, Putin's evil, got it. But the total body count from Russia in the United States is right around zero. Like, I don't know anyone who's been killed by Russia. I know people personally who've been killed by Mexico. The okay. government of Mexico allows fentanyl to be made in its country and to come over our border. Yes. And remittances from Mexico are a huge part of their economy. The Mexican government is party to the murder of hundreds of thousands of Americans. So why is Mexico less of a threat than Russia? Well, two things. I think we can walk and chew gum at the same time. 
Okay, but yeah, and fr I mean, frankly, here's, here's no Americans killed by Russia, yep. hundreds of thousands killed by Mexico, but Mexico's our ally and Russia's our enemy. How does that work? Well, I'm not going to pretend like I the legislation I have sponsored that I would sign as President of the United States freezes the assets of the Mexican cartels, targets the Mexican cartels, and hopefully eliminates the flow of fentanyl. Because I do agree with you that 70,000 Americans losing their lives on an annual basis is an existential threat to America that we can solve. We don't have to choose the good news. Is Would we you can be solve willing that. to say to the Mexican government, your economy runs on factories right over the border, car plants, for example, but many other manufacturing uh, plants, and we're just going to slap tariffs on that and tank your economy, like tomorrow unless you stop allowing poison to come into our country. Like, why not do that? I, I say you use every tool available to stop fentanyl from coming across our border. No, no exceptions. Uh, uh, but, 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 but this guy, he's just another owned hand puppet, man. And what he's giving you is he, he was doing his whole spiel before that on the Ukraine funding and how we have to do this for Ukraine and that for Ukraine, like they all do, because they're all getting kickbacks on that money. And it's all channeling through that deep hole. They then comes filtering back through the Swiss banks and it starts magically appearing in their 401ks or campaign funds, all these various slush funds that they create, all these pet projects that they do in their local precincts, all these little areas that they have that are with 501c3s and cutouts and everything else, and the money just starts magically filtrating in there, and they're like, oh, this is wonderful. Maybe I should do more Ukraine. And he wouldn't even commit to what Tucker said. Would you be willing to use tariffs? And so he does the sleight of hand. Now, I'm, I'm really serious. I don't know what Americans are out here that are, that, and I'm talking conservatives because this is not for liberals, but I, I'm just going to say this. For every American that thinks that this was had a demonstration of intelligent candidates today, here's, here's what I'm going to tell you. Go home. We don't need you. We don't want you. We don't really care if you exist. We're going to take this country back. It's not going to be with you because you're going to be too stupid to figure out that what you're doing here is getting played. And that's the problem is too many people really believe right now that and there's enough of them out here that are listening to these people legitimately like I'm going to find an answer. You're not going to find anything in here other than the fact that Tucker's doing a really good job exposing them. And it almost makes you wonder if Tucker's not running for office, which would be interesting in itself. I don't know. You know, we're not going to solve this thing through politics. We've said that this is it ends up being a comedy show. We're sitting here. 18 months before the election, there is no pathway for anybody to win other than what the deep state wants because the election is so deeply corrupted. There is no possible way. We have General Flynn even acknowledging that we may not make it to January 6th. These people are running to keep your eyes off of everything. And the question is, what are they keeping your eyes off of? And we're going to get to that in just a minute. Real quick, Patriots, one thing that is for real is the food war that we're in. And that is very real. And that is something that they're using food as a weapon system where they are using, they are preparing to cut shortages, to create shortages. They're doing that through multiple ways, one of which is inflation to make it impossible to buy food for many people or having to start making choices in their life between being fed or going to work, those sort of drastic things. We're seeing the pollution of our food, the corruption at every single level. And so it's really important that you develop a legitimate and very real food strategy to survive for a period of time. And I'm not just talking about a few days. 
You need to have this thing built out in several phases. That first 90 days is critical, and that 90 days is the emergency phase when you may have to shift and pivot. You don't know what's coming. And that's where you need to have food supplies in a 90-day window that will support you in that that will last for years on the shelf. That's why we have My Patriot Supply. They are literally the best supplier and largest supplier in the nation for emergency food. This is the sort of food you can throw in your vehicle if you have to evacuate because of a Well, we wouldn't say there would ever be such a thing as weather warfare storms like they're not happening or whatever else is coming, fires and so forth. So you need to have emergency food on hand and prepared. And this is part of the transition strategy. So head on over to preparewithbards.com. Put that in. You're going to go right to My Patriot Supply. There's a ton of great products there that you're going to love. You can get a food system for each member of your family. These are great tasting, nutritious, maximum calories every day. They'll sustain and keep you healthy through that whole period of time, whatever you have, ideally a 90-day window. So if you go on to My Patriot Supply, or better yet, do preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com, head right over there. You're going to find good sales on these on these kits, and you're going to be able to put them together and get one for each member of the family and know that you've got a great insurance policy for whatever is to come. So again, preparewithbards.com, and you're in business. Check it out today. You won't be disappointed at all. All right, so one of the things that we are definitely seeing here is the tensions in the elites are starting to unravel. And there was a great piece that was posted actually by on Pete Chambers' site. It wasn't Pete Chambers. This is where I picked it up, and he was on Telegram. But I, I want you to just kind of hear this because they're, they're kind of framing this as where things are in the state of the swamp right now, which I think is fairly real. And it kind of goes like this. And the first statement is be the swamp. So kind of imagine being the swamp. Create crisis in the ranks by forcing people to choose either a deadly and untested vaccine or to get out. They're referring to the military. Watch as tens of thousands get out of the military. Push woke politics onto the military, which would include getting your weenie chopped off or your breasts removed at taxpayer expense. Watch as tens of thousands more get out. Fudge your numbers for tens of thousands so it looks like you are meeting your recruiting goals. That's not new, but it's gotten more extreme now. Blow millions on abortions illegally and trans surgeries. Remember, the military has been a gateway for all of that. Pay millions more in hormone costs. That's another great one at at taxpayer cost. Watch as tens of thousands of more people get out of the military or just don't sign up. Start a proxy war against a nuclear power. That would be called Ukraine against Russia. Watch as the proxy nation fails. That would be Ukraine under the hand puppet of a gay man who played the piano with his wanker and is about to to fall. That would be Ukraine again under Zelensky, the same man who played the piano with his wanker. Realize you're nearly out of munitions and personnel to fill the required rotations in the same continent you're provoking war. That would be Ukraine, the U.S. military, Department of Defense, and uh, Austin, our uh, Secretary of Defense. Finally, panic. But instead of trying to fix your problems, make new ones by calling up inactive reservists who will die in the first wave. They have mobilized the the inactive reservists to mobilize to Europe. If you didn't see that, that's one of Biden's hand puppet tricks. And the things are beginning to unravel. All of this is reflecting a general level of panic, which is happening across multiple domains. Another one is in Hollywood. Now, if you know who Ron Perlman is, Ron Perlman, has a, he's got a little bit too much in his character. I think he's forgotten who he is, but he played in that gang movie of the motorcycle gang. They're supposed to be like Hell's Angels. And so anyway, he thinks he's still in the 
he, he still thinks he's a real gang member. He's not really realizing who he is. But um, even though he's kind of big, somebody in Hollywood has made the comment in the executive ranks, which cracks me up, that they're not going to stop the the uh, what are they what are they doing the walkout right now? The protest of the writers, the strike. That's what I'm trying to say. They're not going to stop the strike until Hollywood artists start to lose their homes and apartments. So Ron Perlman has decided to step in and let us all know how he feels and, and let everybody else know how they feel, thinking that he's still part of the, uh, of the thug band, the Patriot writer group that he was with, whatever, the Sons of Anarchy. That's it. I just saw someone post it. Sons of Anarchy. He still thinks he's riding one of those really bad-looking motorcycles they had in that series. And he's going to let us know. But the one thing I want to remind you that I've told you forever and ever is when this thing starts to unravel, you don't have to get involved. Simply step aside. But this would be my recommendation. Get a lawn chair. Okay, it's important. Hear me out. Get a lawn chair. Okay. Get a cooler. Have some cold ones in the cooler. When this thing starts to unravel and these liberals realize that they have been completely screwed and they've been completely used by the liberal elite, you don't have to worry about it. They'll take care of everything. Just sit quietly as they come strolling through your neighborhood with the axes and the torches, and they tell you, and they realize, because you're going to have an American flag, and you're probably going to have a Trump flag, and they're not going to be mad at you. They're going to be like, where are they? And just point up to the liberals on the hill. They'll go take care of the business, and then they come back. Just offer them a cold one and talk to them about Jesus, and it's all good. This will be the greatest opportunity to bring people to Christ that you've ever imagined, and they will literally clean out the whole house for us. Yep, it's wonderful. So here's here's Ron Perlman. The motherfucker who said we're going to keep this thing going until people start losing their houses and their apartments. Listen to me, motherfucker. There's a lot of ways to lose your house. Some of it is financial. Some of it is karma. And some of it is just figuring out who the said that. And we know who said that. And where he lives. There's a lot of ways to lose your house. You wish that on people. You wish that families starve while you're making $27 million a year for creating nothing. Be careful, motherfucker. Be really careful. Because that's the kind of that stirs up. Peace out. <laughs> we just, but let me remind you of one thing about Ron Perlman. He was also the one telling people that they had to get the shot or be like thrown in jail or be kicked out of society and all those good things. So, yeah, it's kind of funny how things come around full circle, you know, whatever. These people all think they are so tough because they have influence, but they really aren't. Now, in an interesting development today, there is such a thing, apparently, as a mafia that is rolling around in in Hollywood that is apparently, from what we're understanding, cleaning things up. And though we're not really sure exactly what that is, Mark Wahlberg has revealed this in a, in a conversation he had to a Sunday school group where he said that the pedophiles were being hunted by an elite group within Hollywood. So this is interesting. I don't know what that is. I just find it interesting. We'll have to keep our eye on it. He said there's big news coming out in headlines soon. They love to say stuff like that, but it would be pretty fun, I'll tell you. Find out the Hollywood actor is mm, some big producer and that they caught and the Hollywood turns them in. This is literally the snakes eating their own. And it's what's wonderful because that's exactly where if you step out of their way, the enemy will destroy itself. Sun Tzu, yeah, we're there. We're right there. 
you know, the technologies that we use these days are just literally crap. I mean that. And they sell it to us like they're the best thing ever. And we know it's not. And that's just the, this part of this whole game that we're dealing with these days, which is literally in trying to get us to believe in their great vision. I don't know if you've driven down the road trying to carry on a conversation with this new 5G nightmare. Not only does it download poorly, but when you're driving along, it's massive interruptions. You'll drop a call in the middle of an open field. And they're telling you all along, it's like, we're going to have driverless cars. We're going to have driverless vehicles and trucks are going to be running around the freeways without drivers in them, bringing to you the delivery systems. It's all garbage. Because what they're really doing is they're concentrating the 5G in the cities because that's the only place it really can work. And it's not a communication system. It's a weapon system. And of course, you tie that with the death shot and you tie that with the other things that they're doing. And it's a control system. And we're dealing with a control grid around this world, a, a horrific one. And it, everything is about moving us forward and closer and deeper into the surveillance state. And that's the one thing I say, even though we've listened tonight to candidates talk, and we've heard Tucker Carlson talk about Ukraine and bring up the whole issue of what's south of the border and the fentanyl problem. These are all real. But you notice that one thing nobody wants to touch? Nobody wants to talk about 5G. No one wants to do it. And they all they want to talk about is everything else but the most critical issues domestically. We don't want to talk about pedophilia domestically. We don't want to talk about child, child pornography domestically. We'll talk about transgenders like going in and, and convincing children to mutilate themselves. But we're not going to talk about all of these things. We're not touching them, talking about the death shot. We're not talking about 15-minute cities. All of these things that are ramping up. We're not talking about the CBDC. We're not talking about the Fed now. None of this is happening. And that should get everybody a little queasy in their stomach and a little uneasy with what's actually going on because most of this is just a stunt that we're watching. It's literally kabuki theater to keep your eyes off of what's really happening and where their real objective is. And their objective is truly that of five of 15 minute cities and the permanent internment of humanity. Now, one of the things that we have been talking about, and it's been very much on our mind is the issue of child sex trafficking, but it's more than that. It's the abuse of children and it's the corruption of children. The whole war here is to rip away children's innocence. And that's happening on so many levels. It's also happening on the issue of brain programming, the, the MK Ultra effect of using their common core and their race ideologies and their queer theory to try to disrupt a child completely so that they are forever ruined with the ultimate goal of destroying their innocence. Children in, the, in their state of innocence truly can and do talk to God, and they're trying to destroy this. And we're not doing a good job of protecting them. Now, Sound of Freedom has done an amazing job of awakening one tiny little aspect, and I've said this, one tiny little aspect of the problem of, ch of children. And that tiny little aspect is that what's happening in trafficking on a global level. And it's done an amazing job. That film, as far as I'm concerned, carries the Holy Spirit because it's literally breaking people's hearts open and opening people's eyes to the real problem. And I'm not going to ever say anything against that part of the film. I've stayed out of the, the, the kind of mudslinging that started to go on and people start pointing their fingers at Jim Caviezel or, or Tim and looking at what's going on there, except that there's some weird things that are starting to happen. The main character that this whole story is about just recently stepped down from Operation Underground Railroad and is no longer going to be associated with it, which is very weird. Tim Ballard has now stepped away from that. 
And then what you're going to hear here is a piece by Greg Reese, an ex excellent, excellent bit of research that is showing how Angel Studios, which is the one who backed the film, is now having people donate in their, through them to sites that are controlled by the globalists, like the Clinton Foundation and others that are all responsible for this child sex trafficking. So it's you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. You can't say the film has no effect. The film has a, a tremendous effect of waking up people. But the question is, what do you do? And that's where, when we've talked about it, and we'll talk much more about it, Operation Vineyard, what that's representing is us being empowered to do something without the dependency on the, on these NGOs, without the dependency on the fundraising that they run through their 501c3s and channel through their huge money funds in, in the government, because ultimately they are trying to seize control of this narrative. This is the most deadly narrative that could ever come to the surface, because once people truly realize what they have been doing for years to children, how they have been harvesting children for specific projects how they've been harvesting children for what they are, their essence, their the adrenochrome, their organs. I could go on a list of things, and not to mention child rape, pedophilia, and the whole and the and child pornography industry, which has grown immensely. And then, of course, you have the satanic ritual stuff going on. This is all very real, and they don't want you going that far down. So this is where we we split, and the road splits at this point. Sound of freedom is out. People should see it. It'll help them awaken to what's going on, but don't let them stay there. You're not going to, the difference here is in the past, Americans have been very comfortable about hearing about a problem and then donating to something to get it off their plate so they don't have to worry about it again. That's not what God's saying now. And as a nation, the only way we are going to get through this is when people start to realize that, okay, we've identified a problem. Now we, the people, need to take this back. And the interesting thing is when you get into all the agencies that are tied to this network of, quote, protecting children, they are the same agencies tied to the surveillance of humanity. We have to take that surveillance back. We have to start surveilling them. So with that said, take a listen to this really good piece that came out today by Greg Reese. By the way, if you don't support Greg Reese, do get on over to his Substack, give him a support, and he's got his own webpage. This guy's he is truly one of the best out there in these types of short research pieces. Here you go. Many good-hearted people have strong emotions about the environment, and their emotions are so strong that they have been manipulated by a corrupt government to castrate themselves and castrate their own children to save the earth from climate change. This should teach us something about our emotions. They can blind us from logic and reason, and we all have them. This report is not a critique of the film, The Sound of Freedom, I saw this film and I appreciate that it is bringing awareness to a subject that I personally have very strong emotions about. This report is about a clear red flag that people should be aware of so that we don't allow our emotions to blind us from logic and reason. According to MK Ultra whistleblowers, the CIA acquired children for Project Monarch by cataloging child pornography sent through the US mail. And the only thing that's changed since then is that the world has gone digital. The National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, or the NCMEC, went international in 1999. The ICMEC was launched by Hillary Clinton and Tony Blair, with Richard Branson acting as a founding sponsor. 
It is now partnered with law enforcement in over 150 territories, including Interpol and Europol. In 2009, the Clinton Global Initiative partnered with the Polaris Project. And by 2014, they created a global modern-day slavery database of organizations in 199 countries to monitor human trafficking. Also in 2009, Amber Ready Incorporated selected the Podesta Group, the infamous pedophile art collectors of the WikiLeaks Podesta email scandal, to be their PR company, where they were responsible for promoting Amber Ready's cell phone technology, which created a database of children so that if they ever were abducted, their information was already on file. Once this child database syndicate was launched, human trafficking increased. Within nine years, the human trafficking industry went from around $30 billion a year to $150 billion a year. Nearly all child pornography is processed and stored within this framework on foreign servers in Sweden. In 2014, President Obama assigned the task of how to manage this gathered intelligence data to John Podesta. The Clintons, the Podestas, and their friends are demonstrably involved on the criminal side of child sex trafficking. If this is news to you, I recommend my report from 2019, Are the Clintons Involved in Human Trafficking?, which is based on the well-researched article by Corey Diggs. And it is this group who manage and run Polaris, the ICMEC, and the NCMEC. And these are the same groups that Angel Studios, producers of The Sound of Freedom, are directing people to as a way to combat child trafficking. The billionaire who has been funding Tim Ballard's operation is Carlos Slim, who has also funded Hillary Clinton and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. And if you believe that the Democrats are the problem, then I recommend you look into the Franklin cover-up and the Bohemian Grove. Pedophilia is how the hidden hand controls their politician puppets. Awareness of this horrific problem is good, and perhaps Angel Studios is unaware of who they are promoting. But if we think that the same NGOs whose efforts increased the child sex trade by 500% will somehow end child sex slavery, then maybe we are too emotional to think clearly. And that's a problem because this same cabal is pushing a totalitarian surveillance state. They're already pushing the idea of microchipping your children to keep them safe. And without logic and reason, the people will demand it and our children will be more enslaved than ever. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. I'm telling you, Patriots, this is where it gets super dark. And this is where we have to stay on our toes and we have to start being focused on that clear path. What I've said, and I, and I will continue to say, is the single most important target and objective to, to be victorious over is children. And everything leads to that. Everything is leading down to us ultimately being tagged and chipped so that they can have control over everybody and can harvest the children as they need to. They see children as the prize. They are interrupting that gift from God as it comes into this world. They're interrupting it and turning it, defiling it, to ripping away its innocence 
using it for whatever it wants, and then turning those agents against us. That is the entire concept. And so the entire idea of an innocent child coming into the world to then live through God and to experience the world, to mature, to do as they say, whatever you do in, in, in this world will echo into eternity, they're using that to build an army that's both physical and spiritual. And our duty is massive here. We have to win that war. The problem is that there's way too much naivety and, and at the same time, laziness within this culture. People in America don't want to get engaged. They don't want to look at the real problem. They want to feel like, oh, we can turn it over to somebody else. Just like we vote in Mike Pence or whoever would happen. Thank goodness he didn't get in there. But it's just like turn the problem over to somebody else. And then you get this, this excuse going on with everything. Well, all, these systems are always corrupted. No, they're not. The problem is we're corrupted in our heart and don't have a clear focus on what we need to do. Now, I want to paint kind of a big picture here of where, where this, how big this thing gets because it gets pretty crazy. So we've, we're looking at how they're trying to, how they have a massive global network to track, tag, and, uh, and watch the children. But they're going to need to get this right. They're going to need to get the children tagged physically. And they're already starting that way with the mandatory shots for kids. That's part of it. That's also part of a culling that's going on. Now, stunningly, and it is a stunning issue right now. The mRNA shot is probably far greater penetration than most of us even realized. We know now for a fact that in Peru, for example, they have a they have gone to a state of emergency in Peru, and what it is a Epstein Barr is the issue. And Epstein Barr is a disease now that is cropped up all over Peru. And what it's doing is it's now showing that 90% of the Peruvians have been injected and it received at least one shot and 84% are fully vaccinated, which it means that they have at least two shots. I'm sorry, it's Gillian, Gillian Barr syndrome, which is a rare autoimmune disease that attacks the human nervous system and it's exploding into a national emergency in Peru. In Chile, there's 18 million people in Chile. There's only 383,000 people that did not take the shot. The same numbers reflect here. There's only about 20% of the people in this country that didn't take the shot. All of this is leading to something. And as you were watching this explosion of transgenderism and the t attack on kids, we're literally watching something equivalent to invasion of the body snatchers. So I had a call with Dr. Lee Merritt today. And it's interesting because we're sharing notes on things and coming to the same conclusions. And it's this. The shot is a form of a, of a technolo technology or technological parasite. It gets into your body and it ties in with these 5G systems and it opens up a portal that is pretty obvious that it's allowing a demonic force or entity to now have a connection with that person or even enter the physical body. But it's worse than that because it's also draining down the whole overall immune systems, which is allowing other parasites, which may be being sprayed in the environment or just may be persistent here, to take hold within. Now, one of those parasites, and this is unbelievable when you really get into it, one of these parasites has the ability to settle into the brain and literally flip your interest in your sexual partner, meaning it can cause you to become gay or lesbian or whatever, if they've already found it. 
So we're starting to see this mass infestation. Now watch how this all plays out. They're controlling the grid, so they're tracking the kids. Ultimately, want everybody tracked. They're trying to squeeze everybody into 15-minute cities. They're going through this carbon capture garbage, which is to reduce the overall global CO2 so things don't grow well. They're capturing that CO2 to use that CO2 in the growing facilities that they're building in these cities, and they're building many of them. That's the vertical agriculture and the lab-grown meat. Parasites, the organic types need carbohydrates to grow. They need sugars. And the one thing they don't want you eating is beef and fat. They are convincing. They've been doing this for years, prepping the ground for this. They want to tell you that fat is bad. Proteins, they're trying to diminish your need and dependency on protein, telling you to eat vegetable-based everything and lab-grown stuff, which will have the components in it that's needed. So as we are watching a global, truly a global parasitic infestation, both on the with them, the elites, and physically within people's bodies, they're changing the diet of people to force them into 15-minute cities so that the diet that you become dependent on, which they will provide, will be high in carbohydrates. It will allow the body to convert to sugars, and it will be laden with a lot of sugar so that the parasites in the body itself continue to grow. In other words, they're literally destroying humanity by breaking down the immune system and allowing a parasite, an alien entity, to enter in and take us over. That's not a joke. That's literally where we are. And it's part of the fight that we are now in that is truly a fight for the survival of all of humanity. These 15-minute cities and the kids are their ultimate goal. They want to get us rounded up and herded in. And once people get in there, they're not coming out. Let's be clear. They are going to be completely controlled, and everything about it will be controlled. This movie will be used, and it's already being, the stages are being set. They're going to use this movie, Sound of Freedom, to pivot the narrative away from the real problem, which the domestic problem is here. Operation Vineyard, to be very clear, is rooted in a county-by-county -county action of creating safe spaces, intelligence and surveillance activities to monitor our government officials, and to find out where the pedophiles are and other problems, and a communication node to share the stories and ultimately be able to take those combined efforts and build regional cells that can do direct action as need be to eliminate the problem. That's the bigger vision. And it's all being, will be run under common law, not the laws of this legalistic system. That's the direction. And it's a matter of us deciding that we're going to step that way and stand true to it or be subject to them. We are having to separate ourselves physically. This is an exodus, just like in the Revolutionary War. This is an exodus from the system to where parallel systems will now be in place. And we have to choose to be part of this new colonial system to reject the empire, the evil empire, which is literally what they are. And people will fall for their tricks. There will, people be, there will be 15 minute cities in this country. They won't call them that. They'll call them corporate-owned paradises or whatever, planned cities. And they're going to be pushing people into these. Everyone in The promises will be immense. They're going to talk to you about flying cars. They're going to talk to you about high-speed Internet. They're going to talk to you about the convenience of everything within 15 minutes of a walk. You're going to have the, they're going to talk to you about the great agriculture products that they're growing for the safety of the environment, all of this. They're going to sell it, and there's going to be a lot of Americans that are going to walk into it. So understand what we're heading into. And unfortunately, until we can totally disrupt the flow and traffic of children into their hands, they are going to continue to have power on this earth. 
That's why it's so important that we understand the magnitude, the scope of what they're doing, and the target of their greatest vulnerability. They are trying to get hold of a narrative right now, the, the darkest of narratives they could possibly have. And that narrative is this massive network of child trafficking, abuse, and exploitation that's beyond the scope that anybody can ever imagine. It's all woven together. And like Pence said, from the elite's point of view, it's not my concern. That's how they see it because they are all part of it. But it is my concern and it should be your concern. And so this is where we begin and we start building the roots in our county. We can't affect them, but we can affect our county. And the tiers of things that we can do as we engage this problem are massive and we must. There's no choice here. You're either in this fight or you're out. There's not another fight. You're not going to win things politically. You're not going to win things by, you know, these the, the fights that you want to take on, whether it's going to change the election system or whatnot. It's broken and beyond repair. We are going to have to break and make a parallel government just like they did with the Continental Congress. And those seeds are already being started. The Republic of Texas is now official. It has stood up and it is running in parallel with the Texas state corporate government. And there's going to be many more of these efforts going forward. And Operation Vineyard weaves right into this. You don't have to be a state national. Now, as a matter of fact, I'm not going to be a state national in any form because all you're doing is registering yourself with them. This is time now for us to assume the authorities that were given to us by God to use the structure of law that God gave us. And we're going to have a lot of discussion on this starting next week on common law and to start building out this breakaway exodus, if you will, exodus 2.0, to where we are now being able to work and rebuild our a, a parallel in government as we tear down theirs and build up this country from the roots again. That's what has to happen. But at the center of all of this, we are not going to win anything unless we save the children. And that begins with the children that we have and then reaching in and saving and disrupting as much of their trafficking and control of the children as we possibly can until we can pretty much eradicate this horrific stressing whore on this crime. Children are their prize. The people are their slaves. Mind control is their game. And the dumb and willful masses is their power. We have to strip, we have to break it down. We are literally, if you've seen the matrix, welcome to the team. That's about where we are. Patriots, let's pray. Father, we thank you for the time we are here, and, and we thank you for the, the continued flow of information and wisdom that you place upon us. And in this critical hour of a country that is just all over the place, and we're watching the dis diversions and distractions from corrupt politicians that have no interest in the people, we're seeing the various distractions always pulled away from the core of the problem, which is us. Nobody wants to look deep within the bowels of our hearts in this nation, but we do. We want it exposed. We want to bring it to the surface. We want to bring it to the light. We want the world to witness it because it's only through truth can we find salvation. So, Father, in this hour and these hours that set before us, the days, weeks ahead, as we start to lay the groundwork for Operation Vineyard, we pray that the clarity settles on each person's heart to understand where they can step in in their actions locally in their counties to start organizing and building community, to springboard off of the seven pillars of county by county, to understand that what's ahead is going to be demanding. 
that when we go for the heart of the most valued piece that the the Satanists have, that Lucifer himself has been wanting, his prize, we can expect reprisal. But here's what we also know, Father. As we stand mightily with you, we lean into you and put our faith totally with you and allow us to guide us in each and every step you have us. And no matter what the sacrifice is ahead of us, we'll accept it. Christ died for our sins, and this is now time to bring that victory into the world. So guide us in these hours, Father. Bless us as we walk under the banner of Christ and we walk with Christ fully in our heart. Say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I know there's been, I get a lot of regular notes of like, what can I do? I'm telling you, and I'm going to keep telling you, this plan is evolving quickly, but I can't stress enough. It's in the county level. Each person has an action. And when you take the three basic pillars, the pillars of information, which is information communication, and intelligence, understanding what's going on in your community. That's basic. That's research from your desktop to research on the ground. And you combine that with places that we can start building out that take time to create safe spaces, kingdom safe spaces for children. That could be a charter school. That could be a place where someone who is on the streets can come in and get help. There's a lot of layers to this. And we have to start looking at this in terms of a broader ministry of what we have to start bringing to this world. We have a huge commission put before us, stressing co because it's with God. But he didn't bring it to us because we're a bunch of lack lazy weenies. He brought it to Bard's nation because he knows who we are. He knows our heart. He knows our passion. And it's the same passion that we hear all the time when people that interact with Bard's nation always say, Bard's nation is different than anybody else because we are doers. We get our hands dirty and we sow seeds. So we step up the game, start visualizing and start working together, sharing thoughts. And as this continues to move outwards and we develop the vision more deeply, which is just a process of a few weeks, each of us will find a place in our heart of where to plug in. And that's how we beat this thing. We're not going to beat this thing through some massive mega donor system like the Clintons have. We're going to beat this thing through the grassroots efforts of what we have in our heart and the passion we have for kingdom. And God will provide. And that's a trust each person has to have. But we truly need to start stepping in and building that, those dread champions of righteousness at a county level that understand what's at stake. And if by chance you're one of those that thinks that, nah, this isn't happening in my county, well, I got news for you. Time to, time to wake up, time to tap the red shoes, Dorothy, and time to realize you're not in Kansas anymore. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We're at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war 
and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light it can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 